Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. guys and welcome to another episode of horror movie night uh normally i would put a long ass intro here but i'm a little rusty because we haven't done this in almost a month uh since we recorded with steven when we were at monster mania say hi steven hello everyone out there uh so what i am going to do is read the email that we received from one of our top listeners morgan uh hey it's morgan again i know i just sent you a couple suggestions but i thought of a really fun one Dracula 2000. I feel like it's underrated as a fun movie because fuck knows it's (laughs) fuck knows it's not good or scary. Yet there's something oddly charming about it. And the backstory that they give for Dracula is actually super fucking creative. Love the show. Keep at it. And man, Lawnmower was hot. Lawnmower man was hot garbage. Later, guys. (laughs) It sure was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Still one of my favorite episodes. But yeah, man, Uh, this was definitely superior to Lawnmower Man. I can say that. I don't know how much praise that is for a movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, if Lawnmower Man is our bar for entry, then we're we're batting a thousand, guys. (laughs) So, like, I'm looking over my notes for this, and it's been so long since I watched this that some of these don't have any context, and I'm like, I hope these jokes work. (laughs) I'm in the same situation, and I have, like, a page, almost two pages of notes, and... I don't remember what any of them mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like I, I, I think that it, it'll do, it'll behoove me to look over these and then like rack my brain for what actually happens in the movie for what I'm referring to. But <laughs> little spoiler for everybody that listens. And I don't know if we've talked about this before, but Matt takes handwritten notes and they look like a, a, a fucking five year old's notes. Like I just learned how to write, you know, like his, <sighs> his, his, his penmanship is garbage mine's not that great but i'm but matt's is almost unintelligible that's why he'll like stumble over, stumble over a note sometimes and be like i i can't remember what the context was here 
but mine are all typed up. I I don't trust myself to be on a computer while watching a movie that I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, all, all that porn on the internet really just makes it difficult. It, it, how do you watch Dra- Dracula 2000 when there's literally hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of backroom casting couch videos to watch? <laughs> 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 all right, so my first note doesn't bode well with this because my first note says, 16 minutes in, I have no clue what the fuck's happening. Oh, shit. <laughs> so... so I'll I'll kick it off here because like mine are pretty chronological. Um, but first, the first thing that I need to say about this movie is that um, this movie had a crazy big budget. I do remember that from, from it coming out. Cause like it came out, I'm guessing that it was filmed in 99, right? It was filmed in 99. You're right. It's got that like hyper nineties B list actor. I love it. Cast. Oh my God. Like, it's incredible. Like it's so it's no one that was the main star of a show, but it's a whole lot of like the funny best friend from a show. It's like in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, is that we've got like, well, first of all, Gerard Butler is Dracula. And we kind of got to get that out of the way. And then we have Johnny Lee Miller as um, I don't know. What's what's his real name? We don't need the character's names. Yeah, we don't need. (laughs) But Johnny Lee Miller, he was kind of riding his uh, hacker's. Fame, hackers and train spotting fame, I guess. And then we got um, Nathan Fillion as a priest, Shane West, <laughs> who ha- is literally in this movie for 1.5 minutes, uh, Jerry Ryan. I cannot remember what she's been in, but she was super familiar. And I was like, what is her name? So I looked her it's up. Jerry, she's not vitamin C, is she? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Jerry Ryan's a different character. Okay. Yeah, vitamin C is in it. Lucy is vitamin C. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote down vitamin C's character's <laughs> name. What's wrong with me? The uh, roommate Lucy is vitamin C. Two question marks. Jesus Christ, this cast. That is my exact uh, note for this part. Man, this movie is better than it should be. And this is actually my first watch. When I was in high school and this came out, I didn't see it. But Mario gave me... The, uh, a burnt copy of the soundtrack. And I don't think it was the full soundtrack. I think it was just the non-shitty songs. And we'll get to that. So but, it was like two tracks long? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> like I said, we'll get to that. But, um, man, this movie had a pretty big budget because they paid all these bands to be on the, the, the OST, like as an official soundtrack. The so, clo- I mean, the uh, closing credits is Linkin Park's biggest single at that time. <laughs> Yeah, like and, and we have like System of a Down. Given it's a, a cover of Metro. But they but had to pay still, to get someone in the studio. <laughs> yeah, no, but also like System was pretty big at that point because their self-titled had just come out, I think. And they I'm were in the middle sure. of working on Toxicity. Yeah, this yeah, was right between the self-titled and Toxicity. One. Yeah, yeah, but like it was, they were, they were a pretty big, big deal. Um, and... I want to say Monster Magnet is in it. I mean, it was pretty much the who's who of new <laughs> if metal. It was a, if it was a new metal industrial goth band from 1999, they're on the soundtrack. Like, that's what yeah, the soundtrack yeah, it's, is. It's pretty great. Um, but yeah, so they had a pretty big budget because, and you, even if you don't know anything about the actual soundtrack, you know that they have a big budget because the credit fonts and epic music in the beginning of this are just, they really set the stage. And the movie looks so good. It looks like, way uh, better than it deserves to be. Yeah. It is, it is a very, like, 
media. Now that I'm looking at some of my later notes, I think I've hopped on Wikipedia and then started using that to like guide me on this movie a little bit. Um, I think the first 60 minutes that baffled me was that it's just like a conversation between Van Helsing and his ancestor. Um, so it's, yeah, like, yeah. So it's like this long like conversation. And then it's like this super, like you referred to hackers and like hackers is a really good way to describe it. Cause it's just like these, these kids that are like clearly like just above teenager, uh, like just breaking into this castle and stealing a casket. And it's like this like squadron, like go, go, go. Like, it's like <laughs> no, no, no. Like Johnny Lee Miller. <laughs> that's the thing is the Johnny Lee Miller is supposed to was, was supposed to look like he was a teenager in, um, hackers, but yeah. he was, he had to have been like 25 doing this movie. Right. We got to talk about Danny Masterson's stupid ass coat. When he walks in with that, I was like, what is that? And then I find out it's just so Dracula can wear it throughout the entire yep, movie. Exactly. <laughs> so basically it's like a gang of ravers turned thieves try to kidnap Dracula's casket. From but they don't know what it ancestor. is. They don't know right. what it is. So it doesn't make yeah. sense why they're there. And then Hyde is like the, fr- I refer to him as Hyde because that 70s show Hyde is yeah, the first yeah. one that's killed from Dracula uh, raising from the dead. Yeah. And did I, you oh, catch did you that his character's name? No, I did. Was it Jekyll? Nightshade. His character's oh. name is Nightshade. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I was looking at the credits at the end of the movie, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? I, I thought I was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, he's ridiculous. His coat's ridiculous. And now his character's name is ridiculous. He's hit the trifecta. Yeah. Well, um, so talking uh, of ridiculous, this is where the movie cuts to the news. And I don't remember any point in the news, specifically in 2000, where they're just straight up like, hey, uh, here's some gored up pilots for you to look at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have this note that says, what's up, bloodsuckers? How's it fanging? What? What was, was that? that a porno? Were you watching a porno? On <laughs> I, think that was, I, I think that you just came up with that and we're like, ooh, song title idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Like if I came up with that, I'm embarrassed. If somebody else came up with that, I'm embarrassed for them. But man, that's oh boy. Um, does Hyde get the leech in the eye trick? Oh. Somebody gets a leech in the eye. Maybe. Oh, when I, was that? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's when they open up the casket and then somebody's like, fuck. And like, it, it's Hyde. It, um, a leech comes like flying off of Dracula's body and it like pokes him in the eye. And I'm like, is he going to get turned into a vampire because of the leech? Which would have made way more sense than him getting drained and then turned into a legit vampire. But I do have a question. When has Dracula been able to control the weather? Because they imply that he can control the weather when they when he like wakes up and takes over the plane. Uh, Dracula has been able to control the weather from 1998 and up. I, don't, I guess you just didn't catch that. There's a lot of things that they changed the Dracula mythology. I'm okay with him being able to control the weather as, as one of the least confusing and egregious in this movie. It's like Dracula and Storm combined from X-Men. Oh my yeah. God. Only if it's Storm when she had the sweet mohawk. I'm sporting a mohawk as we talk right now. No, <laughs> wow. It's like fucking 9 a.m. <laughs> It's for you, Scott. It's all for you. That's why oh Dracula has that sweet line where he looks at the toad on the ground. And he's like, you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for you guys before we go on past Gerard. But well, Dracula's resurrection here. Is this the way that, is this like a trope 
from the original Dracula movies where he like gets taken on a plane somewhere and then wakes up and crashes the plane because the same kind of thing happens in Monster Squad. And and I'm wondering if I'm missing some sort of it's just a script writers script writers are like, how can we get this monster to America? Okay, I know a plane. It happens in the original movie, but on a boat. Because there's a, I always remember okay. that infamous shot where like it cuts to like someone's like, what's that sound? And like they flash a light down like the corridor where all the stuff is stowed away. And like Renfield's just standing out there looking like completely crazy. And he's doing like his Renfield laugh, which is just like, <laughs> like Renfield's laugh is not very intimidating in the 1931 yeah, <laughs> Dracula movie. So Dracula shows up in New Orleans and just kills Shane West while a bunch of teenagers dance around I the new metal. I love the fact that Shane West is in this movie for for two minutes. Like, I don't know why. Arguably the biggest name in the movie at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh really yeah man i i don't ever remember him actually being big no yeah I, I, megan megan had uh, a crush on him but that was about it this is the exact spot he deserves to be and he was in the let the less known teen flicks of that era well whatever it takes is a really good time i'm not saying that it's a i'm saying as far as notability of teen flicks he's in get over it and whatever it takes which are only a certain small section of nerds like you and i who love teen (laughs) flicks know those movies Um, yeah so van helsing number four shows up with his apprentice simon and they start killing all these new vampires and that's when van helsing the fourth reveals that he's actually van helsing the first Yes. <laughs> to stay alive, he's been injecting himself with Dracula's blood and then filtering it out with leeches. Okay, okay, there we go. It's the perfect <laughs> role for a two-time Oscar winner. <laughs> <laughs> so who says, sorry, sport, I'm an atheist? Is that is You're that just stumped us both. <laughs> is, that the, is that the guy from um, uh, that 70s show? Because like somebody, because Simon, that's Johnny Lee Miller's character. I do remember that. He, oh, he's like, oh, it's my first time killing vamps. I didn't even know this was a thing, even though I'm related to fucking Van Helsing uh, or, or I'm his assistant or whatever. And he puts a cross up to the one guy and the guy goes, sorry, sport, I'm an atheist. And then, I don't know, so, somebody gets, he gets shot or something. And then, so Simon was banging the one girl who is like the... She was at a secretary for um, Van Helsing, and that's she's the one that set up the whole the whole. Um, oh, heist. I missed that because oh, yeah, they were banging. Selena? Her name Selena. is Selena. Yeah, yeah, and and she has this great line when she's a vampire: "You Brits want to romance, you Brits like to sweet talk, and all I want to do is dot dot dot." Or all I want to do, dot, 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 is suck. <laughs> and I'm oh. like, no wonder Simon liked you. <laughs> um, oh, man. But then, then there's the full exposition of uh, Van Helsing explaining that that he's, you know, like the original Van Helsing, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't call Dracula Dracula. He calls him Draquilla because of his, <laughs> because of his ridiculous accent. And then he hates God. It's yeah. like, man, this, this, the, the, the vocal inflection of of the the Van Helsing character, I've never heard it this bad. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, this is like hard rock zombies German German <laughs> accent. That's just so over the top and insane. 
How can you say nine? Um, <laughs> so, also, oh, yeah. Uh, I'd so, like to flick you guys off for making me watch that. <laughs> we didn't make you do anything. We didn't make you do Oh, yeah, no. Like when you, you were put it on the podcast, you made me. You reached across <laughs> the airwaves. <laughs> made me. Uh, so to stay alive, or sorry, uh, uh, Van Helsing, <laughs> yeah. So Van Helsing also reveals that he has a teenage daughter and that she has some of Dracula's blood. And that's oh, who Dracula is searching for. It's it's so convoluted. It's so much like just like it all just is just being thrown out there. And this is when we meet vitamin C, who is very pretty, but she is a terrible actress, but she does get topless. So all in all, good casting. <laughs> hey, do you guys... Do you guys remember what store they worked at? I mean, Virgin. it was only, it was only <laughs> there was only like five thousand logos of it. I just can't remember. The absolute best part of that, though. Wait, wait. So, so Mary Van Helsing is like wearing a Virgin shirt the whole time, and I'm like, come on, that's so on the nose. <laughs> I, I had a note that just said Dracula 2000, brought to you by Virgin Records. Like it is. <laughs> It is so in your face. If Virgin Records didn't put out the soundtrack, I, that will blow my mind. Another good part is when Omar Epps gets decapitated. Yes. His head, his head falls in the dumpster. I paused it on the VHS I was watching of this. And there is a Virgin Record CD in there. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. it's right really there. stuffed this. It's amazing. So Simon finally finds Mary because there's just something about Mary, but not before, <laughs> oh my God. not before Dracula kills Van Helsing. And then, I mean, this part I remember being pretty cool. Dracula captures them with his three brides. I always like the Dracula and his three b- brides. Imagery. I love the brides like, of Dracula. They're great. Yeah, like they're always cool. Um, and this is when he admits, and this is where I literally stopped the movie and went, huh? Is oh that he was fucking Judas Iscariot? Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That is so bonkers. Yeah, like that he, blew me away. <laughs> I I just was like, what the fuck? And then he turns Mary. Like he bites into Mary, and he turns her into a vampire. And then it's the way that the brides approach Sam and Simon. I keep expecting them to break into song because like, <laughs> like, like they had like this like slow shuffle, like they were the fucking choir from Little Shop of Horrors. Like they were about to just bust into this really sweet Motown number at any second. And you have such good ideas. I wish that you had done this film. <laughs> If um, Leslie Nelson would have just came in and started dancing and singing with them, <laughs> greatest movie ever. Real quick, Dracula Dead and Loving It, hyper underappreciated Mel Brooks movie. That movie is oh, fucking yeah. fantastic. Um, I w- I'm not going to like rewatch it ever, but it was a good time in the 90s. So Matt, uh, I keep see going back to what Scott was saying. I keep wanting to say Meg because my handwriting is so bad that Mary <laughs> looks like Meg on this paper. Mary fakes biting Simon, and then they just slaughter these brides. Wait, was this when they had like the the high powered steak shooter? Where was yes. that? I have a note that's like Jesus Christ. Look at that steak shooter. So. Mary like hangs Dracula like noose style and he's killed by the sunlight. Um, And in his death, he is he is releasing Mary. She's no longer a vampire. And then Mary vows to watch Dracula's ashes uh, forever. So she's never going to die. She's just going (laughs) to hang out and stare at the ashes. And 
than Lincoln Park Place. Uh, the only other note that I have is so many decapitations. I think that's probably why I really enjoyed the viewing of this. Like um, the Lincoln Park or the decapitations? <laughs> you choose. Um, man, in the end, it doesn't even matter. So I have two questions. One. What if Van Helsink would have died before they figured out that they had like a resting Dracula in there? <laughs> what would <Yes>. have happened? Because <laughs> he waits until the very end when he's about dead and he's like, by the way, there's Dracula. <laughs> and he, <laughs> like, uh, thanks, dad. <laughs> or whatever yeah. he was. And number two, we've had this debate. The my Matt uh, that I podcast with. Other Matt. Other Matt, is this the last 90s movie? I don't know, man. Some shit in the 2000s really feels like it's because, yeah, we had debates. I was like, well, is it Tomb Raider? Is it Dracula 2000? Were these like hyper stylized kind of goofy movies before 9-11? Like what was the last one that is truly the 90s movie? I would argue that Stay Alive is this. It feels the exact same. And it was 2005. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's very, very similar. But I mean, I understand. Uh, Happy Death Day came out last year and it felt like a (laughs) 90s movie. Well, that is now 90s pastiche, just like every girl on Instagram. Uh, (laughs) I I do have a note that I want to make a mention of. It's back when uh, Mary is like running around Mardi Gras, right? I think it's Mary. Or maybe it's Simon. It doesn't matter. People are running around Mardi Gras. And I know that when I think of Mardi Gras, the first band that comes to mind is Static X. Yes. Like, that, it's like Static X is just like, I, I don't even, it was, it's, well, I don't even remember what song it was. was it, it doesn't like, matter. As in my head, it's always, oh, you push it. <laughs> I, I'm sure that it was not push it. I, I, it might have been Wisconsin Death Trip, which is even funnier because the song, the, the song is saying, get up on this Wisconsin Death Trip, but they're in fucking Louisiana. I don't remember what song it is. doesn't matter. I had to listen to so much Static X when I first started college. Like right there at the beginning of the 2000s was when I went to first went to college. So much new metal. Yeah, that second uh, Static X record, man. Like Get to the Gone. I remember that song being just awesome. So let me ask you a question. Because, Scott, you know that I'm like kind of just getting into like heavy metal 101. Um, listen to Abigail yesterday. That was great. Am I missing anything as far as like... Power Man 5000 Static X and Mudvayne, or I, do I not really need to revisit any of that? <laughs> uh, you should revisit Mudvayne LD50. It's a really good record. Um, okay. And I don't, I, I do not like new metal. I was always very skeptical of new metal back in the day. Uh, Mario was all about it. Well, you but, don't think he should revisit Power Man 5000 and look at Rob Zombie's little brother rocking it out there with blonde hair? <laughs> the thing is, is that Power Man 5000 was never really new metal to me. It was kind of more like um, arena rock. They're just an odd band out there, and they're still going, and he's still yeah. rocking the blonde hair. Yeah, and, and, and those stupid glasses, sunglasses. Yeah. Um, and is his name, is his stage name Spider One? You're not asking the right person. I was reading somewhere and it kept saying Spider One. And I'm like, wait, is that a name? I, I This is like a month ago. <laughs> so I'm like, I think so topical. his stage name is Spider One. So do you guys have anything else to say about the movie? I want to say that the amount of wire work <laughs> in this just shows how popular the Matrix and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dracula. Ah! Hidden Dracula! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no. Oh, Crouching that's Tiger, what this movie called. <laughs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dracula. Um, or at least a comic book. I want to I read that. Oh man, that would be great. 
Um, my last note here, though, is uh, hanged by neon Jesus, which I don't yeah. know. I, I think that, that if I mm-hmm. had, if I was in Power Man 5000, I would have named it an album that a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, my last couple notes are I watch this on VHS. So does anyone want to hear the trailers that were on it before? Of course. Steven from Analog Jones hit it. <laughs> we had Unbreakable, the DVD and Blu-ray uh, release. And guess what, guys? This one comes with bonus features. It's Ooh. amazing. I mean, they were really hitting that up. Were, were the bonus features just split or? <laughs> <laughs> wow. They knew it from the future. Uh, we had yeah. The Yards with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. I have no idea what that movie was. Yards? The Yard, yeah. And then our last one, which was the biggest snatch ripoff I've ever seen, was called SX Boys. Wow, I, I have no idea what those are. Yeah, that's neither a did lot I. Of nothing. Well, it's <laughs> it's part of these uh, like dimension who did this movie, you know, when we uh-huh. uh, Hellraiser three and all that. And I mm-hmm. love this movie because it is so dimension. They take all these B level actors, uh, they spend a ton of money on the soundtrack, and then they get an editor to be their director who had never directed before. I'm like, they spend so much money, and then they're like, who's going to direct it? Uh, that guy. Okay. <laughs> Works. <laughs> hey guys, just a heads up if you haven't noticed, we have revamped our Patreon page and. Voting is in. If you sign up for Patreon for our $5 tier right now, you will be receiving the episode of The Wicker Man, starring yes! Nicolas Cage yes! as oh my God! <laughs> So I have never wanted to win something so bad. So thanks, Scott. Uh, if you want to hear us <laughs> suffer through that, hop into that $5 tier. It is the only way that you will hear The Wicker Man episode. And now, back to the show. Hey, what did you guys watch this week? Hey, uh, let me jump in here. I've got so uh, it's been a month since we've recorded. And the last couple that we recorded uh, were at Mania with Steven. And um, I have watched a lot of shit. Oh, my God. Uh, So I just need to pick and choose some of this um, and just spread it out over the next couple of weeks. So let me do some some uh, like two recent and one older. Okay. Okay. so. I believe all three – well, one of these was Hulu and two – the other two were Netflix. So the first one I want to talk about is Tragedy Girls, which I know we're all late to the party because this is coming out in May. Yeah, so I watched this back in March, like mid-March, right when it got – you know, like right when I think Hulu picked it up. And I loved it. Um, I didn't love it as much as some people, but I thought that it was very – I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would rewatch it anytime soon, but I was very happy with it. Um, and Brianna Hildebrand is just, I mean, both the girls are great, but like Negasana Teenage Warhead as a slasher killer is just super cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't as meta as I was worried that it would be, but it was also meta in fun ways. It was kind of like Heather's if Heather's was a little bit more comedic and not quite as dark. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I liked it, but then I watched, I, I got two movies off of my netflix watch queue by just burning through them like in two nights i think i watched one one night and the other the other night uh i finally watched late phases which also has um oh no this it has ewan mcgregor in it not johnny lee miller but it's got ewan mcgregor in it and it's a really cool werewolf movie it's one of i mean it's it's not new it's new ish i think it's from 2014 or 15 and have you guys seen it no yes 
Um, you have I seen my faces. Okay. I don't remember too much about it because it was right when it first popped up on Netflix, <laughs> maybe like two years ago. But I remember it was it was a really good werewolf movie. That's like as yeah, far as I, I recall. It's, it's cool. I, I really like the fact that it was less about someone questioning themselves as a werewolf, which you know is my least favorite part of werewolf movies, and it was more about someone fighting the monster because like that to me just works better as a werewolf movie. It was just a, it was, it was, it was a slow burn, but it was cool. I really enjoyed it. And then I um, watched before I wake that one where the kid has the ability to like manifest your dreams, his dreams, whatever. I'm not familiar with that one. It came out last year. I want to say I didn't really like it. Uh, I, I had heard good things about it from, I want to say shockwaves liked it. Um, and I, I want to say somebody on the group suggested it or something, but I really did not enjoy it. Um, I, I, I sat through the whole thing thinking that it would get better, but it just was very much like, uh, all the stuff that I didn't like about what's that movie with the, the, uh, the, the dolls dead silence. Okay. It was, it's just like a lot of CGI and it's supposed to be like kind of a parents horror Kinda like I don't know if if that sounds is exactly like that. I, you know how um, there are some movies where the kids are like the protagonists, and some movies where the kids are, yeah, the grownups have to save them. I always think of those as like mom and dad horror, where like the people that are going to be the most freaked out are the ones that have kids. I wanted to feel for these characters, but everybody was just kind of awful and selfish and stupid. So yeah, I I did not enjoy Before I Wake. I was very disappointed, and the CGI was just over the top and ridiculous and terrible. Uh, I watched two. Uh, I watched The Ritual on Netflix. It's a. I didn't like the first two thirds of the movie, but finally, it, I was like, oh man, this is so cookie cutter. The script and everything, and then it just goes over the top at the end. And if anyone knows me, I love over the top ridiculousness. (laughs) So I I haven't watched it yet, but I know what happens in the third act. And I, I, uh, yeah, I can see why it would be right up your alley. Yep. Uh, and then I watched attack the block. Uh, Oh, such a good movie with John Boyega. I rewatched it because we did uh, Pacific rim on uh, my podcast and, Oh man, you're, it's so damn good. I it's I wish I owned that movie, and I can't believe I don't. <laughs> I mean, all the trash that I own, and I don't own something good like Attack the Block. It kind of flew under the radar in America. It shouldn't. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, so I am going to talk about two movies as well. I'm going to start with Truth or Dare. So I saw Truth or Dare. I wrote possibly my favorite review that I've ever written. Oh, it's about so good. It. It's so good. <laughs> but it's just fine. Like, I I didn't hate that I was seeing it. Like, I think that it was a movie that was fun to see in theaters because it's one of those movies that you go into and you're like, I don't really give a shit about this movie. So, like, people kind of talking and reacting to the movie only helps to elevate the movie. It doesn't like it's not detrimental to the movie. So, like, I think that that was like fun because like it was a packed theater and I'm sitting there and like the person next to me was just like at certain points would just be like, Oh fuck. No, it's like very, like very vocal about whenever something was about to happen. They'd be like, Oh no, no, like they just were not, they were not prepared for anything. It's so tame though. And like, I feel like a big detriment to that movie is that the trailer 
positive and negative. So the trailer shows you pretty much all of the stretchy faces that happen in the entire movie. And then the rest of it is like other ways that the game forces them to play truth or dare. The negative is that it pretty much shows you every single way that a person dies in that movie through the game of truth or dare. So there's, <laughs> there's no surprises. Like it's like, if a guy's in a job interview and he's holding his pen, you're like, oh, I remember that scene in the trailer where this dude shoves a pen in his face. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like there's no like big shocks because of that, which is uh, a downside. All in all, I'll probably never watch it again. But if I was like at a party and people wanted to throw on truth or dare, I would watch it. So it's not like oh, I'm leaving. I'm not going to sit through that again. But it's it's good. It's dumb. Uh, the best character in the movie is the first one to die and the movie suffers greatly because of it because he's just, he's the only genuinely funny character and like those movies need a little bit of levity to them because they're like teen flicks that are also horror movies so when you remove the the comedy, it's just like a bunch of bad acting and a drama. Um, Well, here's the funny thing is that you probably also feel that that guy shouldn't die because, you know, you you probably were like, that's me in the movie and I'm now dead. No, no. He was like a alcoholic sex guy. (laughs) Oh, okay. So the exact opposite of you. He was like a stifler. He was playing a stifler character. basically. Ah, This Um, looks like a movie pass movie. It was a movie pass movie for him. <laughs> 100% movie pass movie. Uh, the other movie that I watched, I'm going to talk a little bit less about, but it's I want to talk about the commentary track on it. So at Monster Mania, I purchased some movies from the Troma booth. Uh, and one of the movies was called Nymphoid Barbarian in uh, Dinosaur Hell. <laughs> wow. Sounds and like it, a keeper. It, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Might be something that I put up for voting one day for like a Patreon. You bonus. son of a bitch. No. It's, it's completely dialogue free and it's just a bunch of cave women fighting claymation dinosaurs. It's okay. Insane. Yeah, you can put it on the, <laughs> <laughs> but, the but the commentary track is so funny because it is very clear that the director thinks that his movie is better than a trauma release and like talks about it constantly. <laughs> like, like he's like, yeah, no, like, you know, I made this movie and it was called dark. Like it was like, it was called like dark times. And all of a sudden Lloyd's like, we, we made up time. the poster. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I made it. And then Lloyd's like, Hey, we made up the poster. And it says like nymphoid barbarians from dinosaur hell. And I'm just like, great. Thanks. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like watching movies. Like, man, this movie is good. This movie is so much better than like anything else that trauma put out. Like, <laughs> but he just seems like defeated. And he's like, I wrote another script one time for trauma and Lloyd's wanted to do a quick pass on it. And like all of my dialogue was there, but he just like changed a character to a big fat guy. And he added a bunch of fart noises in there. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are, are we completely sure that Lloyd Kaufman didn't actually write the script for Spooky. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not completely sure, but it was like just listening to this dude just vent his grievances for 90 <laughs> straight minutes was hilarious to me. Um, and then also, I appeared on a podcast recently uh, called the Disneydo podcast, which I also happen to produce. So if you're a fan of Disney movies, uh, check out the Disneydo podcast. Brooke and Andrew are friends of mine, and the show is uh, pretty fun and lighthearted. It's the total opposite of this show. We're fun and lighthearted. Just not, not our like, subject matter. Not like them. <laughs> <laughs> I would describe this podcast as gleeful. <laughs>
So that was Dracula 2000 as picked by Morgan. Thank you a bunch, Morgan. Uh, tomorrow or tomorrow next week, we're going to wrap up this month of listener what? submission month with arguably my favorite movie that we watched. Um, not that it had a ton of competition. Uh, so stay tuned. One could say the movie is corny. <laughs> oh, God. This is a fucking joke. Uh, all right. So check us out. On our website, Built by Steven. Check out Steven's podcast at Analog Jones. Check out all of the cool things. Check out the Disneyto podcast. Go on our Patreon account. Get that Wicker Man bonus episode. I promise <laughs> it's great because that movie is not. Uh, and <laughs> hang out on our Facebook page. And most importantly, if you have a movie that you think that we should watch or you have uh, topics for Growing Up Kelly or just want to send us an email, hmnpodcast at gmail.com we will be back next week thank you for listening peace listening to the Geekscape Network.